Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. The COPA stands for Conference of the Parties to the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change, UNFCCC, which is an international climate summit that is held annually unless the parties or the countries involved decide otherwise. At COPS, world leaders gather to work together on solutions to tackle climate change. There are now 198 parties, 197 countries plus the European Union to the convention constituting near-universal membership. Cultural survival attended COP28 in Dubai from November 30 to December 12, 2023 and spoke about some of the outcomes of the scope to delegates who attended the negotiations. My name is Aileen Mairena Cunningham, indigenous mosquito from the Caribbean coast of Nicaragua. I'm the indigenous people focal point for the UNFCCC here in COP28. Well, these two weeks of COP were really interesting for indigenous people. First of all, the COP started with a good outcome because the first day there was the adoption of the loss and damage fund. And what that's mean for indigenous people, one of, one of the main important thing there is that they, in the new loss and damage fund, there is going to be a seat for active observer of from the indigenous people constituency. That means we're going to have a space to raise our voices in all this discussion and also I think in the in the decision making. And now the IP constituency have to decide who is going to be nominated when this um, information came out. The second other thing of, of this COP is it was a COP really focused on finance. You can see it in the agenda, there was a lot of activities around finance. And then you saw that there were a lot of new pledges, new pledges in the Adaptation Fund, new pledges in the Green Climate Fund. And this also raised the importance of participating in this space for indigenous people. And there are recommendations from COP to these different funds to include a more participation and also more access to different stakeholders and they include in this bunch of stakeholders indigenous people and I think that's important to have these principles that indigenous people are raising about direct access to fund in this space. The other thing in, in the final document of the global stock take, there is a lot of reference to indigenous people. And also they speak about the rise of indigenous people in all the process. And this is important because it's not only a process at global level, it's a process that have to go at, at, the, at the home countries at national level and indigenous people then we, we're going to have this um, this reference and we can push in our countries to full participation in all the um, process of, of NDCs and, and adaptation uh, policies. The other thing I, that was important also, um, Article 6, I think we still 
looking how how to get included in this space is a really difficult discussion and we we have some colleague here from the indigenous people constituency that had been following this and what we see that is a discussion that are still stuck in all the process and there is also some important issue about youth um, this co-presidency is going to have um, the recommendation for the next COP and the, the rest of COP to have a climate youth champion. And I think that's very important because indigenous people youth inside our caucus are organized and we can also nominate some youth for this space. And I hope in some moment we can have a climate youth indigenous um, champion in general i think the cop it was a good space for indigenous people our voices were raised our voices were hearing and we saw a lot of support from the cop presidency this year and i think he when he came to the uh, to the caucus he said that our participation and our inclusion in the final document is going to be and you can see in this document there even it's not all that we want but there is a reference to indigenous people the other thing is the um, the cop champions are really willing to work with indigenous people and they're willing to work with indigenous people in issues about uh, direct access to funds and not only in this global south they they're speaking about the seven sociocultural region it's an ongoing negotiation directly with the with the climate champions. And the other issue that are very interesting is about the entire process of how indigenous people can show the solution of climate change that we have in our lands and territories. And also how these are going to be represent in all the discussion of the technical executive committee of the, of the uh, UNFCCC, and then to be part of the decision. I think we are more hopeful we have achieved also a lot in comparison for last COP. And I think this time, I don't know, we were we were more indigenous people during COP. I think we were more than 400 indigenous people present during COP. And this also make a difference, the participation, that we can raise our voice and that we are working all in a collective way with the same agenda. I think one of the first call for action is that we have to take action at our national level. That means we get engaged with our national delegates. And I think this is the better space. You start to have to engage here in COP, and then you bring this commitment to your country and you include indigenous people in all this participation. But I think advocacy at national level is priority for all of us because then this the link from the international agenda with the action that are going to be taken at national level. I invite all indigenous people who participate in the intersessional subsidiary bodies and also in COP to participate in the indigenous people uh, caucus because this is a space where all indigenous are, are um, welcome to participate and also because then we can define a common agenda and a common um, way of working to tackle climate change and also to erase our voices in this space. There are different spaces because if you 
came with a badge of observer, you're not allowed to go into the, some negotiations that are closed. And then um, if you have a pink badge, that is state badge, and there are some party-friendly state of indigenous people, if you have a pink badge, you can enter to the negotiation and you can have um, communication on the moment when there are very uh, difficult issues to discuss with the state party. If you don't have a pink and you are red or green badge, um, you can also do advocacy in the in the corridors. That's the, the important thing about advocacy. It's not only inside, but also one-on-one -on -one with people in the corridors. And also take into account all the discussion that the caucus have, because we have principles and we have thematic group that have all the language and the issue that we want to raise by thematic issues. So that is important to know. And that document you can also share with your government. Even if you're done, you are not allowed to go into the negotiation, you can share the document with your government and speak with your government outside the, the negotiation rooms. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook, Twitter and listen to Indigenous Rights Radio on SoundCloud and Spotify. Yeah.